Hello and welcome back to what we're calling Rewind the Nightmare. Um, I'm Joey. I have Carly. Hello. John. Hey. Quentin. Hello. And Tim. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. <laughs> uh, they're along with us here as we continue our crossover episode. So um, if you are listening to this and you're very confused, you went ahead and skipped over the entire last episode and you're an idiot. So go ahead and go back and check that out. Um, just to give a quick update on uh, what, like a rundown of what happened last episode, let's go ahead and go through where we left off. Our team of detectives who are trying to solve this heinous murders um, just got done talking to Jeffrey Dahmer and they are now out to talk to either Max Bishop, who was last seen around uh, Daryl Lowe's house, and or Pearl Franklin, who live across the street from Dennis Carr, would like to report something. Um, or they're not. I guess it's up to them, because this is just a, uh, a role-playing game, so they get to do whatever they want, and that's the fun of this. So, um, God damn it. Um... So let's go ahead and hop right back into it. Do you guys have anything you'd like to comment on before we get started? No comment for me. I think uh, I think we're good to go. Yay! Okay, sounds good. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right back into it. Um, <clears throat> as I stated before, you guys are all four detectives. Just got done stepping outside of the sub shop. You have your, as a brief reminder, you have the evidence from the cigar box and the sample from the floor of, uh, I think it was Eric Fowler? Yes, Eric yeah. Fowler's apartment. Uh, you have those back at the lab being tested. You can go talk to either of the suspects that we talked about, or you can do whatever the hell you want. That is up to you. What do you guys want to do? Um. So, like, right now at this point... We know pretty much all of them were into, like, child pornography or some sort of pedophilia, right? And then the one was gay. But we couldn't figure out if... But, but we couldn't figure out... I don't think that if, takes away from the fact no, that she <laughs> But we couldn't... No one gave us definitive answers okay, so whether he liked little boys. What you're, ta- what you're talking about is all, all of the people who got, like, killed were somehow in a one way or another involved with like underage girls i thought right right yes yeah. and boys in one case sure oh yeah okay okay i would ju- i would just like to take a stand right now and say just because you're gay doesn't make you a pedophile just throwing that out there john does not represent our opinions yeah i was gonna say john's one of those like new age that's not what i meant at all how did, did you get that from anything i just said well, you got, you, neocon you said, you said they were all talking about uh <laughs> um enjoying the the accompaniment of young women and you go yeah but one's gay we never figured out if we like little boys. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying. Right, I'm, just, just I'm, just, I'm just clarifying for anybody at home before we get. No, very yep, angry I'm a emails. homophobe. Whatever. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right so, is, is there is there somebody? Is there somebody you guys want to go interrogate or question? I should say. I guess that's a better way to put it. Um. You have Max Bishop or Pearl Franklin. Those are your two current options, unless you want to go 
reinterrogate anybody or redo anything. What time would you say it is? I'd say it's about noon thirty. Hmm. Um. I don't know about the rest of my compatriots, but I think Doug Fibonacci wants to uh, check out the mall that these people have been talking about. But, I need um, a new pair of loafers. So I'll, yeah. I can go to the mall. <laughs> I'll go loafer shopping with you. Some like what nice white loafers. I was thinking snakeskin. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I get snake. What about snakeskin boots? Nah, that's too much. This is this is Florida, not Texas. No, I'm saying I'll wear those with like white loafers, and you get the well, snakeskin loafers. Florida, then we should be going alligator. No. That's probably true. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and stop this riveting conversation about uh, loafers and boots. And we're going to go ahead and, assuming this is where you guys want to go, you want to head down to the mall? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. But we're going to go ahead and head down to the mall. So you guys hop in your assigned squad cars and you zip, zap, zap down to the mall. And you get there and it is in fact a mall. Wow, this is the biggest mall I've ever seen. <laughs> So and I've lived here for like four years. <laughs> what exactly did you want to see here again? Well, all these, all the, they said all these people like to go to the mall lots, right? So uh, I figured maybe there was like a, there was like a you know modeling agency for kids or something, but they were secretly peddling you know <laughs> bad things. All right, we're diving right into the conspiracy theories. <laughs> Listen, I've uh, I've seen some TV from the future called True Detective. <laughs> And uh, this is how this kind of thing goes. All right, you guys go ahead and head into the mall, I guess. And you peruse around. You see some normal shops for the 80s. Um, none that I can possibly think of at the moment. Hot Topic. I don't know if Hot Topic is there. Um, Proto Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> I could promise you there's a Macy's and a JCPenney's, I feel like. I think Spencer's has been around longer than malls. <laughs> I think they were it's born better. at the same time. I think the first mall that erected the first store that was in there was the Spencer's Gifts. Where did the pilgrims it, get their they dildos? Built, they built the mall around the Spencer's. It's actually been there since the start of time. <laughs> all the all the rest of them are just faint imitations of the original. <laughs> Alrighty, so you guys go ahead and peruse through the mall. There's nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing really stands out to you. Just a bunch of uh, smaller stores and. You know, like I said, probably a JC Penney's or a Macy's. Hmm. Def definitely a food court, though. So, like a like a novelty shop. There is a novelty shop. How did you All know? Right. <laughs> Doug Fibonacci is going undercover. I'm gonna go to the novelty shop, buy a fake mustache. Okay, you head in there. You gotta be bleach the... blonde though, because Doug Fibonacci <laughs> is bleach blonde. <laughs> Alright, I'm enjoying this nice picture we're getting a Duck Fibia and Fibonacci. I always picture him with Jet Or even hair, better, but... maybe maybe we'll just do like a brown so it's the, the, the so illusion it's is close. He, he's too scared to bleach the rest of his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what color are your eyebrows? What eyebrows? 
Do you not remember the picture from last? Oh, we didn't talk about how he looked from last week. He has a very severe bulk, like straight bowl cut almost. <laughs> he does. In the body of Kirk Cameron. <laughs> you have no eyebrows under that fucking bowl cut. He okay, lost him in a, He lost him in an accident. <laughs> we'll get to that later, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and head in by your novelty uh, brunette mustache that does not match your bleach blonde hair. <laughs> And you walk out a new man. Yeah. Who's this uh, character that uh, Fibonacci's playing? <laughs> uh, give me like a second to think of something while everyone else is what they want to do. Okay, everybody else, what would you like to do at this regular 1981 mall? <laughs> Should we go see if we can find any of these women that were talked about earlier with the cigarettes and the brown hair? I don't really remember. Okay. I mean, if uh, I mean if, if Fibonacci's screwing around, I'm gonna go get a corn dog. Okay, you could come with us. <laughs> Wait, they might be there. They might be in the food court. Yeah, we'll just all go to the food court and check for, check for okay. corn dogs and check for smoking women. Okay, I think so. uh, Doug Fibonacci does like a quick look around the food court to. Uh, see what he can think up as a name and he comes up with the name i had to do some quick googling first to make sure his company existed but if even if it doesn't uh damn it whatever <laughs> we're, gonna say, we're gonna say in this version 1981 it did he sees okay. a wetzel's pretzels and a mcdonald's <laughs> so his name is wetzel mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> okay so just as a recap for anybody at home who's a bit confused, we have one Billy Boofenshine, one uh, Jack Gold, one Fiona Mertens, and one Doug Fibonacci that's undercover at the moment as a Mr. Wetzel's. Is it Wetzel's McDonald's? Wetzel's McDonald's. This is just, no, it's just a singular Wetzel. Oh, McDonald's. Okay, Wetzel McDonald's. That's where we're at. Okay. And they're all standing in the middle of this uh, food court in 1981. At a mall, so you guys go ahead and uh, Billy, you do find your nice corn dog stand erected in the middle of the food court. You go uh, peruse on over there. You purchase a nice uh, corn dog with. Do you have any condiments on it? I got some ketchup. Okay, I just wanted to make sure to get the important things because that's where we're at right now. Yes, uh, get yourself some ketchup on your your nice sturdy looking corn dog, and then there's a 19 year old kid working behind the counter, just chilling, handing you pretzels. Oh, you're a corn dog. Sorry, I'm getting confused by Wetzel. He knows something. <laughs> okay, kid, what do you know? <laughs> Go ahead hey. and accuse the uh, corn dog kid of knowing something. Hey, kid, is uh, you seen anybody smoking in the in the food court? I know it's a it's a weird thing. Actually, you know what? No, said it's that's normal. Everybody's not that weird. <laughs> Everybody's smoking. That's normal nowadays. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yep. Uh. He kind of looks at you very confused on what the question was. Um, you seen anybody smoking American Spirit cigarettes? He says, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess everybody smokes American Spirits around here. Really? Any of them, any of them brunette, uh, they come around here at all? <clears throat> he does not know how to answer that, because he works in a mall and he sells, sees hundreds of people a day. <laughs> Okay, any girls with long brown hair? Let's see, they were about, like, I think, 5'6", 
about 18 or 17 years old. I think she smoked marbles. Uh, he says, uh, I don't really know anybody that uh, fits that description. God damn it, Pizza Face, give us a name! <laughs> uh, he says, oh, I can get my manager. That'd be great, kid. Call me Karen and get her. <laughs> Alright, he goes ahead and pulls back his manager, I guess, and, um... <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for everyone listening. I did a nice illustration of what I imagine Doug looks like now. Oh my god! We'll, we'll make sure to post it on on the yeah, Instagram. We'll post it on the oh Instagram. god, yes. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so he goes back and pulls his manager up front. Is a uh, mid twenty year old woman. She comes up front and she asks, uh, "Yes, how can I help you?" I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll take I'll take this one. Um, have you uh, ever employed or had a regular customer that was um, a young girl about seventeen or eighteen years old, long brown hair, um, with bangs, and she smokes Marlboros? She says, um, "No, I can't even think of anybody that'll cover that ground." Do you know if um, the young man working up front would know anybody? She says, uh, "No." Um, Garrett doesn't really get out much, so I would assume not. Okay, well, that's all I have. This is a very interesting tactic to just specifically go to a corndog stand and ask <laughs> the corndog boy what he knows. Well, hey, you know, I figured that'd be the most visited place in the mall. They would okay. see the most people. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I'm I'm not judging. I'm just saying a very interesting standpoint for a murder case. <laughs> hey, don't judge our process. We're trying to kill no. two birds with one stone, you know, getting yeah. our lunch, but also covering some ground. It's noon 30-ish, man. I'm hungry. I'm trying to do this story in two episodes. That's all. All right, so um, <laughs> she, uh, d- she does not really give you guys any information. Um... What would you guys like to do from here? You guys want to go talk to these people? Yeah. Now yeah, that we maybe, got our lunch. Maybe uh, maybe Doug jumped the gun on this one. <laughs> we can come yeah. back. No one uh, will suspect him without the mustache. <laughs> Are we talking about Wetzel? Oh yeah, sorry, Wetzel. <laughs> I was a little confused by your uh, tactics here, Fibonacci. The mall but... knows Wetzel, but not, uh, not Doug. <laughs> not Doug. <laughs> Okay. Alright, let's so, go um, talk to uh, Max Bishop. Alright. <clears throat> Alright, you guys go ahead and um, head down to... We're going to say head down to your um, department and you're going to have somebody bring Max Bishop in. So, you guys are sitting there kind of thumbing through paperwork and in comes a uh, beat cop carrying Max Bishop by the shoulder here. Not carrying, I mean escorting, but um, and he kind of Comes in front of you guys. He's roughly five foot eleven. Uh, black hair, but it's kind of graying. Seems kind of uh, a little more sturdy. I guess I could describe him. A little weathered as a man. And uh, you guys just want to take him back and start asking questions? Yeah. Okay. Are you guys all going together? Is that what we all decided? Yeah. yeah. I think okay. so. That'd be best. And. You guys go ahead and head to the uh, to the interrogation, and you sit down, and uh, he kind of slumps back in his seat, and uh, 
goes, uh, <clears throat> hey, we allow smoking here or what? Yeah, light one up. All right. And he lights a cigarette and sits back and leans back, relaxes, and says, uh, what do you guys want to know? Um, what were you doing outside of Daryl Lowe's house? Ah, uh, Daryl owes me some money, you know, nothing big. I'm not, not trying to hurt him or nothing, you know, he's just a little bit of gambling debts, that's all. How much money? Oh, you know, a couple G's here, that is, that is what it is. Uh, alright. You, uh, you weren't, you weren't planning on hurting him, uh, you know, why couldn't you just knock on his door, why are you, uh... Uh, you know, I, I show up middle of the night. I don't want to knock on the door and spook him. I want to make sure the guy's still there. So I was just peering around, giving a look see Lou through the windows, you know, just doing my business. Well, what did you see? I ain't seen nothing. Like you nobody mean? was there, or? Yeah, yeah. You know, me and Daryl, we haven't seen seen each other in about a month. You know, I, I kind of gave him some phone calls. He kind of gave him back. He made some bad bets on the ponies, uh... I uh, was just there to collect my debts. He said he was going to pay me back, he, and then he just kind of stopped talking to me. So I was just kind of showing up, you know, to encourage him to pay me back. Well, is, this a, is this a regular thing he does? Or is he usually uh, good for his bets? Well, you know, sometimes he's here there. It depends on uh, how he's feeling that day. How do you know, Daryl? Apart from him owing you money. That's it. But just uh, in the... Uh, in the uh, business of, of gambling. So he owed you a couple G's. That's something to get a little pissed off about, man. Oh, you know, I mean, when you're working, working my business, a couple G's here, that is what it is. <clears throat> I don't know, this is the 1980s, and a couple G's could get me pretty far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe you. He uh, kind of just just stared at you guys, and he uh, says, you know, I'm not one for narking, but I did see some suspicious man around the neighborhood. Whoa, what do he look like? So he's, uh, you know. Let me guess, uh, 5 foot 11, <laughs> salt and pepper hair. <laughs> he said, uh. Can't give too good of a description, but you know, he kind of saw me see him, and then he kind of turned around. I tailed it. I'd say he's probably white guy, uh, probably a little under six foot, maybe just just about six foot. That's that's the best I got. White guy, six foot. Do what about hair do. color? What about hair color, and man? He's wearing a hat. What kind of hat? Like uh, like a beanie. It's a little warm to be wearing a beanie. That's what I thought. That's why I meant to, made a mental note of the situation. And I thought, hmm, that's weird. That's why I think I'll bring it up to you, you jamokes. Okay. Um... Is, it, you know, as a, as a fellow state immigrant myself, you're not uh, from the state, are you, friend? <laughs> nah, I, I, uh, I uh, made some bad bets back in the day. Had to uh, tail it out of there. Oh. Oh, I don't know, man. You're looking pretty suspicious here. So you're saying? Are you saying that uh, you know Daryl? He made these kind of bits where he'd have to hightail it out here. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking. He. Uh, well, you're he collecting these bets, so you tell us. 
Well, I yeah. just went over there to check on my money. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, I I went over there, kind of peered through the window, see what I got. Then I noticed... Uh, was, uh, was the window closed? Yeah, all windows closed. But you know what they say, nothing's closed if you brought a brick. Mm. Did you and bring a brick? I forgot my brick at home. Oh, maybe you, you should bring a brick more often. Doing a lot of things to incriminate yourself here. Hey, I'm just a guy trying to get his money, that's all. <clears throat> what uh, direction was this figure heading? He was, uh, I, when I was creeping around in the bushes, looking through the windows and whatnot, I saw him walking down, and uh, we kind of, he was walking towards the house, and when I saw him, kind of hit a 180 and hit it back. He was headed, uh, headed back towards, oh shit, hold on, we're very close. Uh, headed back towards mainland. So I guess it would be west. Okay, well, I don't think I have any more questions. You guys uh, take it from here. He's being extraordinarily unhelpful. Hey, you know me. I'm here for the cops. I don't think you are their friend, right? <laughs> That's uh, just what we say, I guess. Okay, so if you guys ever want to make any bets on any ponies, I know some fellas, if you know what I mean. You know I'm some okay. fellas for some other stuff, huh? I know some fellas about making bets and the legal parameters that this state allows. Oh. But do you know people who, uh... You know, their business is people, if you know what I mean. So, whoa, 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 I'm just here on the ponies, that's all, man. I ain't doing, doing nothing like that. I ain't saying that. you're doing nothing there, friend. I'm saying, do you know other people who might be doing... So, you know, I, I've run into some shady figures here and there, but, you know, I don't, I don't like to ask too many questions. Because, you know, then you ask questions, they give you the answer, boom, I'm implicated. Next thing I know, I'm spending fucking 40 years in prison. Hmm. Seen that happen one too many times. Uh. <clears throat> All right, well, should we move to Pearl Franklin? I believe so. Well, I, I did want to ask him if he knew anything about the disappearance of James Hoffa. Oh, go for it. <laughs> so but, uh, I think, Jimmy Hoffa? But I think we can let this one lie. I don't think he's going to tell us about that, neither. Hey, my lips are sealed. I know, I know nothing. I ain't seen nothing. Yeah, you okay. I, I know the type. Alright, let's bring in the next. Okay, uh, you guys go ahead and pardon him and he leaves. Um, Pearl Franklin is a very elderly woman. Not very elderly, but she's pretty old, so you're going to have to head to her house to talk to her. Alright. Okay, does that sound good with everybody? Is that where you guys want to go? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. You guys head down to the card and you head towards... Um, hold on one second. Um, you head towards her house and close. one moment so you head down to her house and you show up at this kind of nice a little older um a little bit of an older building I mean, not nothing fancy or anything and you go ahead and Walk up and you knock on the door, and a smaller, older lady, probably in her 60s, I'd have to say, probably mid 60s, opens the door and she goes, uh, <clears throat> one moment. 
I'm gonna help you, officers. <laughs> Thank you. Would Would you like to come in, have a nice cup of tea? I uh, think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe All a right, cigarette too. Huh? Come on, sugar bumps, let's go. Oh. <laughs> okay. So you guys go ahead and sit down on the on her very nice floral couch that has a very thick plastic covering on it, and uh, <clears throat> she sits down and uh, brings you guys each a cup of tea. Says, uh, "You know, my ex lover used to love tea like this." <laughs> Who was your ex uh, lover? If you don't mind. <laughs> he was a uh, he was a very Frank Sinatra. <laughs> He was a very sweet man. He used to, uh, he used to cradle me every night, and my my poor hubby was murdered for something he didn't even do. Chocolate. <laughs> he, uh, he he was he was a very nice man. I I I don't know if you guys want to know. Uh, I don't I don't want to be putting my personal business in on your uh, your investigation. Well, um, let's. Why don't we try to ask about Dennis' car? All right, you guys go ahead and um, ask her what she saw. And I says, <clears throat> "Oh yeah, Dennis. He's such a sweet boy. He uh he lives across the street from me. I see him from time to time. He waves. I wave. It's very nice. Uh, nice altercation we have. Uh, we uh, he gives me." Uh, sometimes every now and then that, that stupid male boy brings him my paper. He brings it over to me. It's, he's very nice. But, uh, you know, a couple nights ago, I'm out on the porch smoking a cigarette. And, uh, I see, I see this, this man walk by. And this man, I got a pretty good look at him. He, he gave me a pretty good look and he kind of, kind of shielded his face. But I, I got, I got him. He knows I got him. He's out there somewhere. <laughs> what did he look like? About six foot one. Blonde hair. Big nose. Very, like, very uh, dominant nose. And uh, he, had a, he had a tattoo on his left forearm. Couldn't see what the tattoo was, though. You know, I'm, I'm getting kind of old. I couldn't really make that one out. But I saw it was for sure a tattoo. Okay. Um, did he do anything suspicious? Other than I walking by? I saw him leaving. Um, I saw him leaving uh, night old Dennis's house. He, he was coming out the back door, walking down the driveway. And uh, I've never seen him at Dennis's house before. And, you know, I, I like to keep an eye on the neighborhood. I like to think myself of a of a overwatcher of some sort, you know, like a guardian. <laughs> All right. Do you have a god complex? No, thank you very much, <laughs> Sugar Bum. I like to think myself as a as a uh, a protector of the neighbor's belongings. You know, anybody snooping around when they shouldn't be. Um, was there anything unusual about Dennis Carr, your neighbor? I I haven't seen Dennis since uh, about a, a day or two before that. I hadn't seen him. So, gone for a day or two. Yeah, I haven't seen him since. Um, is there anything else important you think we should know? Mm, I don't know. You know, maybe if you want to sit down, have a cup of tea, ask me about my life, that would be nice. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't have any kids since, you know, my lover was murdered. 
Why was he murdered? He didn't do it. All right. <laughs> what, what did oh, he do? Why to ask her this? Come on, though. <laughs> all right, all right. Can you guys keep a secret? No. <laughs> We're sworn peace officers, ma'am. My ex-lover was James Hoffer. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I know John and Carly already know and, and Quentin and Tim don't. Um, <clears throat> my ex-lover was Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, man. <laughs> I have some bad news for you. He didn't do it. I think you might have done it. It's the uh, government. Thanks, ma'am. We're good to go. You sugar bum sure you don't want to sit around. I've got some nice caramels and wrappers that's going to take you know, way so, too long Do you have some literature maybe we can read about the... Uh... It was the CIA. He told me. He, he looked me dead in the eye and said, Pearl, listen to me. The CIA is framing me. I believe him. Because he was such a nice man. Took care of me. Okay. How'd he take care of you? Sexually. He was, <laughs> he was a very well-endowed lover. That's all I'm gonna say. Alright, we better get going. You know, I've heard the opposite. I heard it was rather small, and that's why you get an inferiority complex. How dare things. you? How dare you talk down about my lover, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh. I'm gonna go across the street now. <laughs> have a good day, detectives. Come on back whenever you want to have a nice <laughs> cup of tea. Yep. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> Alright, guys, go ahead and head out of uh, Pearl Franklin's home. She was very nice. Uh, <laughs> um. uh, where would you guys like to head from there? Across the street. <laughs> I'm gonna throw yeah. out that, like... That was a very old voice for you to only be like 40-something years old at this she time. She's 60-something. She's, <laughs> she's, she's a current day smoker. Then she was 20 years older than Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> she, she was taken care of, all right? He wooed her. Let her be. All right, he man. left his wife for her. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who are very confused, um, one day me, John, and Carly were at it, along with our friend Maggie, were at Carly's apartment, and I had one too many to drink, and I went ahead and made that character under the guise of being Lee Harvey Oswald's ex-lover. So I thought it would be fun to go ahead and jam that in here. I'm glad she finally has a name. Yeah. I was trying to think of a good name to give her, because I was on the random name generator, and I was like, I feel like she's a pearl. Uh, Alrighty, so you guys want to go ahead and head over to Dennis Carr's house? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. You head across the street to Dennis Carr's house. He's got a uh, a um, pretty not huge house, not tiny. It's probably about two bedrooms, two baths. Like it's pretty nice. I mean, for what it is, I guess he keeps everything pretty clean. He's got a detached garage headed down the driveway. It is locked off to the public, obviously, and it's got the crime scene tape all over it since they found his body and you guys go ahead and head on in okay we're in is there any right, is there anything specific you guys want to look for i mean it's the average two bedrooms split story uh living room kitchen he's got a small dining room he got pictures up on the walls of his him and his uh 
parents, you would guess, you would assume? Um, I guess just start looking for any signs of, you know, a struggle or a break-in or something. As you guys make your way through, you don't notice anything, uh, anything out of the ordinary, like, um, like anything knocked over or anything kind of disturbed. Uh, you are checking out the windows in the living room, which is in the front of the house. You don't see anything. Checking out the windows in the back of the house. Don't really see anything except for the, there's a window in the kitchen that is unlocked and in, but that's it. It's just unlocked. Let's go to the bathroom since his body was like cleaned off or whatever. See okay. if there's anything in there. You guys go ahead and head into the bathroom and nothing seems out of the ordinary, you know. Just got regular <clears throat> old sink, toilet, and shower. He's got a stand-up shower, no tub. What about the other one? Uh, that's still the same thing. Stand-up shower, um, sink, toilet, nothing out of the ordinary. No tub in this house. Um. Uh, hmm. About the bedroom. Uh, you go through the his bedroom. Everything seems kind of in place, except for you notice that on the bed he has like a uh, <clears throat> the headboard is also like a tiny bookshelf built into it, like very small. And there looks like there's he's just got um, pictures, um, kind of shown about it of him and going through like just big milestones of his life. One of his him graduating. One of him. Uh, kind of traveling around one with his parents and then there's a spot in between where it looks like there should be a picture that there's nothing there like an obvious gap who so is it like him and his parents and the surrounding two yeah mm. is this the only thing that seems out of place in the whole bedroom yeah everything bed's made nothing seems too crazy he's got a small um tv with a detached vcr um is there anything in the vcr nope it's empty he's got a stack of vcrs next to his uh his tv but nothing too crazy um he's got can i read the labels for those vhs's yes you can they're all uh uh airbud <laughs> uh, they're all just regular, uh, regular movies. The Godfather, um, Chinatown, Taxi Driver, Rocky, Star Wars, A New Hope, um, Clockwork Orange. Nothing too crazy. Hmm. Are they um like self-recorded or are they? No, no, they seem like uh. VHS types like the movies. Okay. You should pop a couple in. Yeah, I was gonna say Doug's probably just gonna watch at least the first five minutes of all of them to make sure they <laughs> yeah, are what they say and, they are. Yeah, you run down all of the movies he's got stacked up, and uh, and they are what they say they are. There's nothing. You go ahead and rewind or fast forward through them. You don't see anything crazy. Mm. Are there any ashtrays in the house? Uh, no, no ashtrays. Okay. Does he have any, like, I don't know, sales papers or takeout ads for anything that we saw in the mall? No. Uh, nothing too crazy. He's probably got a, a JCPenney's catalog somewhere strewn about his house, but other than that, no. Hmm. Are all these guys so good at covering up their perversion? 
I'm not talking about the fact that he's gay. Like John would be. <laughs> Y'all know me. Just super anti-gay. Um, is there anything in the kitchen? Uh, no, nothing missing out of the kitchen. You know, you open up the fridge. Is there anything out of ordinary in the house at all? No, other than that one picture, you didn't really see anything out of the ordinary. Everything seems pretty in place. Nothing disturbed. Doesn't have nothing that would alarm you. And outside of the unlocked window, there wasn't any footprints or anything? It led straight to his backyard. Straight grass to the building. Okay. I'm... I think that's... I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, Doug's gonna suspiciously look behind, like, all the hung pictures on the wall. Yeah, you look behind all the hung pictures on the wall. There's no secret rooms or anything. Um, well, these, are the most, these are the most boring pedophiles I think I've ever met. <laughs> um... At least some yeah. of them used to just have magazines around or something. Yeah, no. I mean, if you look under his bed, I'm sure he's got a porno or two. Nothing too crazy, though. You, uh, go ahead and then head down to the house. I don't know. You guys are just kind of strolling about. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. Everything seems in line. Uh, nothing jumping out at you guys. Do you want to look in the backyard or the garage or anything else? Oh, now that you say it, yeah. <laughs> Try to move us along. All right, you guys go ahead and head to the backyard. He's got a, a decently sized backyard for a smaller house. You know, he's got um, uh, just grass all along, but it's fenced in pretty, uh, not too high of a fence, but probably like four and a half, five feet. Um, but he's got mulch along the back and uh, with some nice shrubs. And do you guys want to do anything here? Um, just, I guess, check for any footprints. As you go ahead and head to the back by the shrubs, there is a muddy uh, imprint of what looks like a boot. You can't get anything like markings off of it, but you can tell the general size of the boot. It's probably about mm, a 13. Okay. We can't tell what kind of, like, shoe other than boot. No. Yeah, you just see, like, an imp impression, but it doesn't leave any marks behind or anything. Anything else out of the ordinary? No. No, everything seems to be... Into now, this is... It was this, uh, was this under the window that was unlocked? No, this is in the back of the... Uh, yeah. Like, oh. by the shrubs. Like, in the back of the backyard, sorry. Like, oh, that okay, doesn't okay. butt up against the house. Alright, uh, let's go. Can I out. take a quick peek over that fence? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead and take a quick peek over the fence and you don't see anything. It's just, it butts right up to the neighbor's yard and it's just grass from their end on. Hmm. Let's go check out the garage. Yeah, is there a back entrance to the garage? At least in the backyard? There's a, a side entrance, like a door that leads to the uh, to the backyard. Okay, cool. So you go let's ahead and check that baby out. You guys go ahead and head your way in there. You kind of nose your way around. You know, you kind of see uh, just regular stuff. Um, his car is parked inside the garage. Uh, and then you see he's got just bins of junk wrapped up Christmas tree. You know, regular garage stuff. Uh, Doug's going to start. Is the car unlocked? Yes, the car is unlocked. 
All right, Doug's going to start going through like the glove box and the center console. Anything he can get. Anything that might somewhere there might be something hidden. The mirrors. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead and kind of look around the car. You kind of lift up some stuff. You're not really seeing anything until you look underneath the uh, underneath the passenger side seat, and you see a small box. All right, I'm gonna open the box. <laughs> you go ahead and pull it out, and it's got a small combi- combination lock on it. Um. See, I only laughed because my first impression was to just break it open, but um, <laughs> let's try and solve this puzzle. Alright, if you guys want to. What's his birthday? It's a three-code lock, and his birthday is July 8th. Do we know a birth year? Birth year would be, if this is the 80s, it would be 1956. Seven, eight. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, nope. Hmm. Does he play any sports that he would have, like a jersey number or or a fan nope. of sports? Uh, nobody mentioned any sports, and you do not see any sport things going about this house. Just break the lock. <laughs> Shoot it off. So yeah, Doug, def- Doug definitely gets out of the car and like snoops around the garage room, like he can break this lock open with. Yeah. All right, you go ahead and the dead can't around. sue. Yeah, you see us. You see, uh, he's got a small toolbox with a little hammer in it. You go ahead and yeah, give it a Jimmy, whack a, and... I jimmy a screwdriver into the fucking block <laughs> mechanism. And just you hit it with a hammer. Yep. You go ahead and bust that lock open on this very small wooden box, and uh, you. Uh, Pop it up, and it's got a bunch of uh, Polaroid photos in it. What do these photos have on them? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably one of them. Photos have on them. Uh, they're photos of a very young men uh, that are naked. Um, do, do they have anything on the backs? Nope. What's in the background of the photos? Uh, it's just carpet. You don't see it's all from the shot from the neck down. There's no, uh, there is no uh, faces in them. Is so there's nothing written on any of them. No. Is there anything Sorry. else in the box, like written on the inside of the box, or? Nope, just uh, a bunch of photos of the number seven eight four. Wait, the numbers were where was that? That was written on the inside of the lid of the box. Oh. I think we found our combination a little too late, unless <laughs> he's got a locker somewhere, too. Well, that's... That's up to you guys. Write that down if you'd like. Wasn't well, his birthday July 8th? Yeah. It is. Interesting. Alright, you guys are all standing in the scratch hovering over a bunch of photos of clearly underage boys that are nude. Um, where do you guys want to go from here? I'm going to close the box. Alright, it's <laughs> a good choice. Um, well, that's going to have to go to evidence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I found in his car. It's kind of, can, I, can I look in the trunk? and uh. yeah, in the trunk. 
Uh, there's nothing really in the trunk. He's got a spare tire, tire iron. It's empty. Are there any, like, suspicious tools that are, like, maybe covered in a weird substance, or...? Nope. Everything seems to be peachy clean in this garage. I mean, as clean as a garage is. Nothing. The the toolbox that you guys had to shuffle out was underneath some boxes, but you, it looks like it hadn't been used in some time. What are in the boxes? Uh, you open up the boxes. One has Christmas lights in it, and the other one has just old clothes. What kind of clothes? Like, for what kind of person? Uh, men's clothing. Oh. Kind of like seasonal clothes, I'm assuming. Well, I'm not assuming. I'm telling you because I get to make the rules. Like nice clothes, though. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're not. They're pretty nice clothes. I mean, some nice jackets, probably like for fall or winter there, which would be fall here. Um, some nice jackets, maybe a, uh, <clears throat> a couple flannels. I'm gonna take some one nice of those. Okay, go ahead and take one of those flannels. All right, guys. Can I, I have one, too? I don't think there's yeah. anything else here. Let's move on. Yeah, you each take a flannel. Does anybody else like a flannel? Yeah, I want a sick flannel. Oh, no, Doug's got a closet of them at home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, why did I know? All right, so we have there. Um, sorry, one moment. Uh, Jack Gold, Fiona Mertens, and uh, Billy Buffenstein all grab flannels. Uh, what color would you like your guys' flannels? We got flannels in all the colors. We all need to match. What do you guys think about like just all getting blue flannels? Nah, dude, that'll people know we're cops then. Won't they think we're from Quebec? <laughs> what, what about? <laughs> think we're from Quebec? <laughs> what about red? Then they'll think we're firefighters, and then they won't be scared. Or lumberjacks. Or lumberjacks. Let's go with red. Alright. Alright, you guys all go ahead and dig into this dead man's flannel collection and <laughs> each grab a red flannel. <clears throat> if you'd only been alive for another ten years to see grunge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can I buy my docs? Or are those not created yet? I don't don't know if they're created yet. Um, <clears throat> you guys go ahead and do you have, want to wear the flannels? Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought that was implied. Right. Uh, I mean, I Good thing like we went to the mall sure. earlier so we can get back and no one will question this. <laughs> just making sure you are all agreeing to putting on this dead man's flannels. Right. <laughs> you guys pop on these flannels and you look like a bunch of cops in flannels. You get a, you get a yeah. permanent negative 2 debuff for wearing a dead man's clothing. <laughs> yeah. Also, can we go back to the mall so I can go pick up a pair of Doc Martens? <laughs> I looked them up to. and they are created by now. Okay. You guys want to head back to the mall? Maybe talk to that corn dog kid. Nah. Yeah, I'm gonna put on my mustache and go up to the corn dog kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wetzel McDonald back in the business. Hey, uh, you uh, you know anything about the number seven eight four? Uh, so you walk up to this poor corn dog kid <laughs> and uh, he says, "What? Uh, no? You guys got uh, you guys got like, you all got like store numbers that I can use." So there's not 784 stores in this mall. Is there a storage could, container area? You like could lockers? Afford me. There is at some some place in this town there is a, a storage facility. Alright, let's hey, go. Let's go there. Alright, there's I'm still watching you, corn dog kid. <laughs> I'm 
Just out of curiosity, why do you guys keep going back to this corner? Kid, what makes you think he knows something? <laughs> Nothing. Just, just like just the turn. <laughs> something about him doesn't strike uh, Wetzel McDonald's quite right. I also like that Wetzel McDonald didn't change his accent. Um, he, he, if you notice, he started to and slipped back into it. <laughs> okay. But he just made himself very—he made himself louder and deeper. Very obviously that it's a police officer and a fake mustache. <laughs> okay, um, <clears throat> you guys go ahead and. There is three storage units in this uh, in this town of Miami. There is one pretty far inland. There's one on Miami Beach, and there is one uh, right on the like on the edge in between the two. All right, let's do a background check and see if any of our perps have storage units at any of those places. Save us some time. Okay. Have them schmucks at the uh, office do this this for us. Marsha Jamokes. Um, okay, so you want to radio it in, or do you want to go in and talk to some anybody? Or Let's radio it in. Oh, you guys already got lunch. Doug hasn't eaten yet. Doug spent all his time and money on the. Uh, no, Doug will just pick up a a Wendy's hamburger or something. <laughs> eat in the car. It's okay. Okay, you go ahead and swing through the Wendy's drive-thru, and while you're in the Wendy's drive-thru, you radio back to see if anybody does, and you notice that Dennis Carr does have one. Aha! Uh-huh. He has it at, uh, on Miami Beach. Let's go I don't, any, I don't have any food, or else I would have done full leave me, like, eating life. <laughs> Let's right, go to uh, that one. Guys, Wendy's is, is a popping place, so you guys are gonna have to sit there for a minute and, uh... Talk amongst yourselves while you wait for your traffic. Hey, gold, just pop the light on and let's go. I'm, I can deal without them. <laughs> so we're just, we're just gonna talk to each other. Okay. What does it? So does anyone know what jamoke means? <laughs> Bunch of fucking jamokes. It means penis. What do you mean? Dingo? Before that, it meant coffee. <laughs> okay. Hey, give me a Wendy's coffee with your Wendy's hamburger. I don't know if Wendy's made And dog. a Wendy's penis. Hey, can I get a, a, a one ding dong? Yeah, give me a <laughs> Wendy's coffee. Yeah, we don't serve coffee here. I'm sorry, sir. I, I need a single. Single what? Can I get a big bag? A single coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. We don't uh, serve coffee here. I know you do. Look at I'm a cop. I need hey, a... hey, number one. You definitely do serve coffee. I use this thing that was not invented yet to definitely figure it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. We don't serve coffee at this location. I see it on your menu. It says fresh brewed coffee, 100% Arabica beans, <laughs> medium roast. Can we uh, Can we just pop the light on? I don't want to deal with This is almost as bad as the corn dog kid. <laughs> All right, go ahead and pull around. Your total is 1046. I'm not paying that. <laughs> Lunch is on you today. All right, so just grab guys, it and drive off. Guys, go ahead and steal this poor Wendy's. Miami bag. PD, it's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> it's an emergency. We need our big bags. Okay, phone down to the prone down to the precinct. We'll cover it. Okay, you uh, go ahead and uh, get your Wendy's food and head down to the storage locker on Miami Beach. 
go head down to the storage locker on Miami Beach, and you walk in and you talk to um, the manager there, and they escort you to the appropriate locker, which is 7:48, and you get there, and he opens it up for you, and there is nothing inside. Oh, but it God is carpeted. It. Let's ah. rip up that carpet. Well, you go ahead. Uh, you, you, okay, Gold. <laughs> I mean, if you think that's wrong, we don't have to. Do you want to go open the box up again, friend? <laughs> All right, you guys go ahead and... Oh, yeah, well, why don't we look at those pictures first? Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, you're right, you're, you're right. Too late. Uh, you go ahead and rip up that box, rip up that carpet, and there is nothing underneath. Concrete floor. Damn. Put it I back turn in. To the, I turn to the site manager and go, uh, all your units got carpet in them. Says, uh, No. Is this custom then? Did you put this in for him? I didn't put it in. He put it in. Why? Is he here a lot? Yeah, is he here a lot? Does he? Uh, uh, does he bring friends? He said this is a twenty-four hour storage place. So uh, he said we we generally don't. Uh, you got cameras though, huh? Nope, no cameras. You're running a <laughs> shit ass business. <laughs> says uh, world, dear friend. Says hey man, lay off. All right, cameras are expensive. So is what happened here. <laughs> Do you want to look inside this box I have? <laughs> Show him the box, man. Show him the box. I don't think we're allowed to. <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> Fuck the rule. Show him the box. Uh, you know, people come by late at night. There's uh, We got one guy working the front. and Sometimes he's there. Sometimes he's not. I don't know. You mean sometimes he's there and sometimes you're the worst... <laughs> Says, uh, <clears throat> you know, everybody pays their uh, their dues on time. That's all I ask. Sir, uh, I hate to tell you this, but um, there are some illegal things going on in your premises, so I think it's in your interest to cooperate with us. Says, hey, man, listen, it's 1981 Miami. There's illegal stuff going on everywhere. Uh, do you think there's bad pics of... Little kids getting taken everywhere. <laughs> uh, he says, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? Well, we have uh, evidence that would lead us to believe that this storage unit was used in the production of child pornography, friend. So, whoa, 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 I don't know nothing about none of that. Well, you'll find us someone who does, especially someone who knows when this carpet was put in. <laughs> says, hey, I got all the storage logs of the guy. He always pays on time. He's had this, uh, this, this... Unit for about mm, three years now. Always pays on time. Don't don't cause no problems for me. That's all I got. Came in second day, taking out the unit, put in that carpet. Said he said he um, didn't have anywhere to put it, so he was just putting it in there. Said okay. Didn't watch him install it or nothing. So I, I was gonna say you 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 just uh, you know you run a storage facility. You don't think if people just roll up carpet, they don't they don't install it <laughs> in storage units. He said he came in with a rolled up carpet, so he just needs to throw in his, his storage unit. So, okay, guy. He went back there. I thought you just put it in there. Apparently, you go ahead and installed it for some reason. I'll clearly we know the reason now, but at the time, I don't think nothing of it. So he Keep wasn't like on you. bringing people out here? Says I, I I don't see him that often, you know. I I work the day shift. Maybe he comes at night, you know. Stu doesn't like to uh, <clears throat> generally falls asleep on the job as much as I hate to admit it. But who's he, Stu? He's a night guy. 
All right, well, Can we why, talk to this guy? Yeah, let's get talking to this guy. Okay. Uh, you guys go ahead and he heads back to his landline and dials up Stu, and Stu says he'll be right down. So, anybody want to do some drugs while we wait for him? You got like free coffee here? Or, uh... So, this is what we look like. Wendy's, we don't got coffee here. No, don't even get me started about <laughs> Wendy's, motherfucker. We were just there, and they said they didn't. Did you tell me the Wendy's kid lied to me like the corn dog kid did? <laughs> we better go back to Wendy's. And the corn dog kid. Okay, um, you guys go ahead and head back to. Um... Nope, I'm waiting on Stu. Oh, I'm sorry, you're waiting on Stu. You guys go ahead and wait, and Stu heads heads on down. Seems like a regular old guy. Walks in. Normal Jamoke says, uh, "What's what's going on?" I've never quite seen a penis this big. <laughs> uh, pretty big coffee penis. <clears throat> uh, so what can I what can I help you guys with? Do you know a uh, Mister Dennis Carr? Said, uh, name doesn't ring a bell. How about uh, storage unit seven eight four? Says. Uh, I work the front desk guy. Don't really know any of these people. There's always thousand storage units in this All right, place. Let me, let me bring your bell. Uh, guy brings in a carpet. Now there's carpet on the floor of a storage unit. You know, uh, thousands of storage units guy don't really don't really know anybody by name. Says, Stu, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've been dealing with retail workers all day. Was there a guy bringing in little boys? So, you know, this one time this guy did come in, he had a uh, a younger guy with him, he said he had to go back and grab some stuff, and he was back there for a little bit, but, you know, he gets late here at night, sometimes I doze off, sometimes I don't. Did the little, the young men seem bothered or upset? Yeah, you know, seemed like a little brat. Okay, any oh. other questions, guys? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that all you guys got for right now? Hey, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, what would you guys like to do? I don't know. What's the best thing to do? Find someone who gives some information. Yeah, Jesus Find Christ. Find someone who's for an hour and have nothing. Right. We still have Daryl Lowe's house, but I think that's our last lead. As you guys are. Kind of kerfuffling about you got a, a radio in on your talkie <clears throat> that you have somebody back at the office who or back at the department who would like to report uh, interesting sighting. Let's uh, go check it out. I hope they sought out the Ranchero Chupacabra. Oh, that's in like California, though, ain't it? Like, already. Wait, did you? That's on the opposite side of the country there, Gold. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, okay well, let's, let's move along. This man came in to tell you that he was in California, saw the Chupacabra, and thought the Miami PD would like to know about this, so he hopped on a plane and flew over. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and, and weird enough, he says, let's go for a three-parter. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, he walks in, or you guys walk in, you see us. An average sized guy, I guess, five eleven, um, jet black hair. He's got a pretty nice <coughs> outfit on. 
nice uh, button-up t-shirt and tie and slacks. Got a briefcase with him. Seems like a respectable man. Yeah, okay. Um, you guys go ahead. I'm, do, I'm just I'm staring at this button-up t-shirt. It's a nice button-up t-shirt. Nice long sleeve slacks. It looks like a like a uh, a decent man. All right. Well, we'll ask him what he knows about our guy. So, uh, who are you there then? Uh... All right. I'm just gonna go ahead and assume you guys take him back to the interrogation room. Hey. No, I stand up and stare. St- no, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> you guys take him back there, and he sits down. His name is Henry Keller. He says he um, <clears throat> would like to report something that he saw outside of a, a home not too long ago. Uh, where was this home located? He tells you the address of Dennis Carr's house. Okay. <laughs> what does this dude look like, first of all? The guy that you're talking to? Yeah. Uh, 5'11", jet black hair. Um, just a regular looking dude. Okay. 5'11". All right, so what do you see? Uh, I said he was... <clears throat> Hold on, one second. 5'11", or 4 foot, hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was out <clears throat> walking his dog late at night, uh, a couple nights ago. And uh, he says, you know, um, I was just out walking my dog. And uh, I saw a man approaching out of this uh, this house. That I, I saw in the paper that was the house of a, a murder victim, and uh, I thought this might be permanent or pertinent information for you guys, so I thought I'd help. Uh, he said he was a little bit taller than six foot. <clears throat> he had a bright blonde hair, you know, um, a, a rather um, big nose. He said it was just a very, the only feature you can really describe was his nose. Um, said he saw him walking out of. Uh, Car's house while he was walking down the street, and he saw him. They exchanged looks. He kind of turned and and ran through Dennis Carr's backyard. Did he have a tattoo? So you know, I didn't. I didn't catch any tattoos. I, I wasn't really looking at their arms. He said it, it was. A, he said it was a really quick interaction where I, we kind of made eye contact. We saw each other, and he bolted. Was there like a car that he drove there? Uh, Did you said see. No. So I didn't see any cars. Uh, he was he was walking out towards the street that I was walking my dog on, and um, <clears throat> he turned the other way and ran through the the backyard and hopped the fence. Uh, all right. <clears throat> you didn't hear anything happen before that. So no, he said I, I I I live a couple neighborhoods over. Um, I I was just walking my dogs. You know, my wife is out of town. And I have a hard time sleeping when she's not around. So I uh, just thought it'd be a, a good time to walk the dog. Couldn't sleep. Why not? He was kind of barking to go outside anyway. So I took him out, and that's what I saw. So I I don't regularly uh, see the neighborhood that that often. You know, I'm not. I don't live in on that block or anything so i was just going for a long walk and kind of had that interaction and thought you know this might be pertinent to your guys' investigation and i, I want to help do you know anything about dennis Carr? so no i've never met him never seen him a day in my life okay 
Alright, well, I don't don't know if we have anything else we really need to ask you then. Okay. You guys, he shakes your guys' hands, says, you know, if if I see anything, I'll be happy to come down and give you guys any information. If you need anything else from me, um, you guys can uh, go ahead and get a hold of me. And he walks out. Can I get a refresher on what color Eric Fowler's hair was? Yeah, I will allow it because it is in your case files. Eric Fowler's hair was black. Okay. Um. Let me see if there's anything else I need to ask. Nope. I don't think so. Have you cracked the case yet, Boofenstein? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really quite simple. I don't know how you guys haven't figured it out yet. As you guys are kind of sitting and going over your notes and talking to each other in the, about the case, the guys from the lab come up and they get the results back from your um, the items you guys wanted to test in. God, it took them long enough. They are very busy. It's Miami in the 80s, all right? Um, uh, they... You guys gave them a cigar box to test for fingerprints, and they have fingerprints on it, but they were all um, Eric's, all Eric's fingerprints. And okay. um, on the swab you guys got gave them, there, it was orange juice, and it had propofol in it. Wasn't that found in one of our victims? It was found. It was in found in all of them. It was found in every one of your victims. Okay, well... The killer was probably there, had something to do with it getting into the orange juice. Yeah. Correct. I mean, can we extrapolate that he, they, the, 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 the unknown subject poisons his victims, their victim, and then comes back? To finish the job and cut off their ding-dongs? Well, weren't they drowning them? Like, they would have... So, drowning uh, them in, like, bathtubs or something? Yeah, something. Except for one day Dennis a bathtub. Is, right, Dennis's didn't have a bathtub. So, it had to been taking place somewhere else. It was yeah. taking place in the same place every time. Hmm, interesting. Let's get, like, the tack board out with all the red string and figure out if there's a center point for all this. You guys go ahead and... Dude, it's, fun- it's funny you say that, because I was doing that in MS Paint the first episode, and then I gave up when we started getting more and more. <laughs> you guys go ahead and try to Pepe Sylvia this? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you guys go ahead and break out your tech board and run your string and do everything you like. It's about coming up to midnight now. It's been a long day. Can't give up now, folks. We got this. What is... Yeah, yeah. What's this tack board looking like now? Well, the common elements are cause of death, the propital. Um, no, no, no. The only reason I'm going to remind you is because it's in your case file. The cause of death is drowning. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they're all, it's all the same, right? Well, yeah. yeah I'm like, not saying I'm not saying cause of death, comma the propital. Uh, I'm saying what kind of cause of death, kind comma of, the propital, comma. What kind of radius are we getting from their houses and like where they're working? Where they're working or where they're found? 
all of it. Um, like, what's our radius looking like? You're not really seeing any um, big um, hits on... You guys go ahead and section it off in three. You do one from where the distance from where the body is found to where the, the house was, and there hasn't been any common, like, spot, like any circle or anything. You do one from where the victim house to, or body to work is. You don't really see anything there. Uh, and then you do one on where the victims are found. Just where the victims are found, you kind of connect the dots there. And it, it all seems very um, odd that it is exactly the same distance from uh, mainland. Let's go there. Well, give me a, give me a second here. I'm, I'm, I'm working some things out and you guys can confirm or deny it here. They're left on the beaches so that they can be found. Do we agree on that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the very idea that they're being found is... says to me that it's not someone involved in this, uh... underage thing going on in the city. Because if it was someone involved, they, would, they wouldn't want us to get into these people. Right. <clears throat> um, so, I mean, wouldn't it... I guess be somebody who found out about what was going on? I don't know. I would say that they found out and maybe uh, the um, nature of their crimes inspired the nature of this crime with the uh, genital mutilation and all. But um, the, the, uh, the wounds did indicate that uh, at least one of them was a crime of passion. So, someone the victim knew, or yeah, so at I least mean, had associated with. We need to find this like six foot, six foot yes. one guy with the blonde hair and big nose. Six foot one blonde guy and the uh, the younger lady who smokes Marlboros. Yeah, yeah, that was seen with. Uh, I think it was a Tommy Ballard. Uh. Yes. Alright, uh, how do we go about doing that? Uh, so, where is the mall in relation to mainland, the, Joey? <clears throat> the mall is, like, towards the beach mainland. Okay. Is that within the same area that we had said that all the dump sites are... No, it's, it seems more <clears throat> like the location where all the... Um, <clears throat> hold on, let me pull up a map real quick, just so I can make sure. Uh, all the bodies are found a little bit in... All the bodies are found on the beaches, obviously, like we stated, but the um, the spot that you guys kind of narrowed it down to is more north than uh, than Miami Beach. Like, the mall is... And if you guys were to pull up a, a map, it would be on Edgewater, or in the Edgewater area. But the place that you guys are finding is a little bit more north than the mall. Okay. Um, that was all my, I just wanted to get the, that stuff out there. But, uh, we can go wherever y'all like. Um...
Well, I guess tomorrow morning because it is. Oh yeah. Fairly late. Get some sleep in. Uh, Unless you guys want to. Uh... Okay. What's that? I was gonna say unless you know you think that certain things would be better investigated at night. Um. Oh. I mean, like, should we take a drive through uh, like a red light district? Oh, not so much a red light district. Maybe this uh, storage district. Well, that maybe we'll check on that, and then uh, you know the spot that's equidistant to all of our dump sites. Take a drive through there, see if we see any familiar faces. All right. Okay, you guys can go ahead and drive down to your dump sites. Is that where you guys want to go first? Uh, I was saying the, um, I think we said the storage lockers and then the spot that you said was like, we triangulated from all the dump sites. So, um, you guys go ahead and peruse through the storage lockers. Um, the one that you had already visited, you see Stu at the front desk kind of passed out in his chair. Um, you go to the other two. (laughs) He wakes up and seems very confused and says, uh, well, what can I do your officers for? You can do Oh, just job. checking in, Stu. <clears throat> so, yeah, just uh, doing my job. Do uh, you mind if we take a walk through of the facility real quick? Just to, uh... Nope, nope, 24 hours, go ahead. Okay. Kind of stretches and yawns. Go back to sleep, Stu, don't mind us. <clears throat> so, so People was, doing our jobs. So I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, no, Stu, of course you weren't. You're just resting your eyes. I know the deal. Okay. Bye, Spice, Stu. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys go ahead and head down through the storage lockers. Nobody's in there except for Stu. Uh, seems really quiet. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you want right. to head to that triangular area that you found? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys go ahead and head down, and it is a small neighborhood that you're driving through. Um, seems, you know, quiet, quaint. Nobody really, um, nobody really stirring in the night or anything. Hmm. Um. Any, I don't know, anything that seems off. No. Or is it just very normal? Yeah, it's probably about, we'll say, one thirty in the morning now. You know, there's a couple of lights on. Nobody's really... It seems quiet, you know. <clears throat> Not too much going on. Okay. Well, you guys want to just, like, post up till morning and see if anyone walks around? And then we'll start knocking on doors? Yeah, you mean, like, stake it out for the night? Yeah, stake it out and then we'll talk, knock on doors in the morning. Okay, you guys want to stake it out? Sure. Alright, you guys go ahead, and I'm assuming you're just going to do alternate shifts, rest your eyes and stuff. <clears throat> yep. Okay, yeah, you guys stake it out all night, seems pretty quiet, you know, starts rolling around 6 in the morning, everybody's going about the regular business, people getting in cars, going to work, some people notice you, some people don't. Oh, they're going to work. Mm-hmm. Why do people go to work? To earn money. And uh, to do just that, we have to go to an ad break. Alright, are we back from our ad break? Yup. 
All right, sounds good. <laughs> My pen is just dead trying to write down the time. Uh, great, great ad back ad break segue there. <clears throat> okay, um, you guys go ahead and uh, stake it out. Yeah, you don't really notice anything out of the ordinary. <clears throat> You're kind of keeping your eyes peeled. You don't really see anybody. Uh, <clears throat> fit in the description right off the bat, you know. It's about 6.30 in the morning at this point. Are there any names on, like, mailboxes that would that we would know? No, you kind of peruse down. You see a couple names. Hold on one moment. Uh, you see Lane, Parsons, Pittman, Culpepper, Wilson, Summers, Reed. <laughs> Nothing really striking out yet. Banks, Lawrence, Cross. All right, Doug's going to start knocking on doors. Okay. Go ahead. And we'll just go off the names that I gave you. You go to to the Lane home, you knock on the door. I mean, I'm pretty much just going to ask the same thing on all of them, so if, yeah, I guess you can just, just tell me if... Let's just fast forward, knock on all the doors until someone has something good to what, answer. Yeah. What question are you asking? I'm basically just asking if anyone's seen... The anyone fitting the description of the young lady that we've been talking we've talked about or uh six one male, bright blonde hair. Big um, nose. Everybody big nose, nobody knows a tattoo on the forearm. Nobody knows uh the the female, you know, some some people kinda say that they um not everybody answers, you know. Uh we'll say Pittman, Culpepper, Wilson, Reed don't answer. Um, there's a couple people who said they kind of remember a guy who fits that description rolling around. Um, they just know that he, um, he's just not really, they said they kind of vaguely recalled that description of somebody. Nobody has any names. Uh, they said they seen a guy roll around in a, uh, a white Monte Carlo. That kind of fits that description. Let's find this okay. white Monte Carlo. Yeah, I mean, can we radio that in and say, you know, be on the lookout for a guy fitting that description of white Monte Carlo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and radio that in. They write it down and spread the info around. But as you roll mm -hmm. through this neighborhood, you don't see... Uh, you know, a lot of people have garages, but you don't see any in any driveways or anything. Okay. Um. Hmm. We haven't gotten radioed that there's been another killing, have we? Nope. Okay, good. Have any, um, stolen Monte Carlos been reported? Uh, there has been three stolen Monte Carlos reported, but none of them white. Okay. I don't. I don't know about you all, but I still think there's something in this mall thing. All of our Vicks were uh, hanging around there. Apparently, quite a lot. Um, so uh, maybe now that we have some more information, especially this white guy, that can. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying we question the corn dog kid again. <laughs> maybe like a head of security or. Okay. Someone like that. You want to head down to the mall? Unless yeah. anyone's got any better ideas. No, that sounds great to me. All right, I'd love to see Corndog Guy again. Uh, guys, go ahead and head down to the mall. You walk in, you know. Tis a mall. You want to go talk to security? You want to 
talk to anybody else? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try and talk to security. I feel like they'd be the people who would notice people more than anyone. Okay, you go ahead and head down to security. They tell you, um, this guy's sitting at the desk. He's got all the CCTV uh, cameras up. He tells you, you know, I don't, he said, I don't really, uh, don't really remember um, anybody acting weird or doing anything weird. So, you know, I see a lot of people at the mall. Um, so, but I will keep an eye out for anybody under that description. Said so you're more than welcome to look at all of our tapes. Well, let's take a look. Oh, yep. Yeah. Can we sift through how many like monitors we got? We can watch. We got um, twenty different monitors. I mean, well, he's watching some of those, but like, yeah. I'm saying, like, if we can just skim can through a, skim through a lot of these, maybe look for our victims and or like dates that were specific to the okay. victims. Yeah. Um. You, he gives you, unless you have four of the monitors, you guys go ahead and plug in the, the VHSs of the dates. They only keep about a month back, but that, that fits the parameters of the missing people. Um, you kind of pan through it. You see some um, familiar faces. Uh, you see uh, you see Eric Fowler there, uh, but he's just kind of shopping about. You see Dennis Carr there doing the same, shopping about. You don't really see your... Your guy, the guy, the description you're looking for, um, and you even see some of the. Um, sorry, hold on. Uh, people you interviewed, you see uh, Joy Owens there, kind of shopping around. You know, the mall's pretty big. You see one Jeff Dahmer perusing about. Uh, you see Max Bishop. Is it the hardware store? <laughs> uh, you see. Um, Max Bishop there checking all the uh, the bubblegum slots for quarters. You know, the usual. Uh, um, what? Do we see any of our victims more than once? Uh, yeah. And all the victims you, follow, you saw, you can kind of follow them around. You just see them shopping at all the yeah. stores. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. There's nowhere that they visit one, like, every time they come, or... Um, like anywhere specific they spend a lot of time in? No, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary in their behavior. You just see them shopping like, like everybody else. As you peruse through, you see that um, the guy who just came in and gave the tip, he's just shopping the same as everybody else. Were they with anybody? Nope. Nobody seems to be with anybody. Um, everybody's just kind of shopping on their own. Like when you find them eventually on the cameras, you just kind of follow them around. All of them seem to just be doing their regular shopping. Huh. Mm. Joey, I swear to God, if the malls are red herring just because it's the 80s, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. Amen. I have invested so much time <laughs> in this goddamn mall. <laughs> Can we just convict the corn dog kid and be done? <laughs> Pin it all on him. Yeah, please. We'll just we'll just plant the. I, we still haven't turned in the box, so we could just plant the box on his car. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, let's you just are do that. Around with a box of child pornography. Oh, uh, we should get that into the lab for fingerprints and stuff, right? Yeah, you know, at least to evidence. evidence. I mean, I didn't touch any of the photographs. No, I was. We were all wearing gloves. I I will assume for the extent of the. Yeah, we established first nice, episode yeah. that uh, everyone was wearing gloves. Nice leather gloves. Until they started 
stealing shirts. Yeah, until you started putting on dead men's shirts, which you were all still wearing since nobody went home and slept. <laughs> we're going to be wearing these the whole extent of the episode. Well, three out of four of us are. Yeah. Tim I, is not a part of that team. I don't know. Tim. I don't... I don't I don't know if we have any more leads, so it's all up to you guys. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Not me, not the whole case, just uh, what we want to do next. Well, let's get fingerprints off the box, and hopefully that doesn't take 20 maybe years. We should have done, maybe we should have done that yesterday, so we don't have to wait another day, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys just sit here awkwardly the, in silence. Real time. The but distinct? Sorry, I meant the. I went to say between the department and the precinct. So uh, you guys want to head back to the department? I would love to go back to the desync. <laughs> okay, head back to the desync. Um, you guys head back there. You want to get these photos tested? Yes. Yeah, try like uh, uh, priority number one. Okay, they like they better be back in like thirty seconds. <laughs> they cannot promise that, but they take them back, and you see them. Sorting through them and testing them right away. While you guys are waiting, you see um, the guy who came in earlier gave you guys a tip, and he's standing at the front. Henry Keller. Tackle him to the ground and arrest him now. Let's go. (laughs) But wait, he doesn't match any of our... He's not not (laughs) arrested or anything. He just came to the front to talk to you guys. I still want to tackle him. No. Interrogation. (laughs) Um, do you guys um, want to go to talk to him? or? Yeah, let's yeah. let's find out what he wants. Okay, he came in, he seemed kind of frantic. He said, you know, I was, uh... <clears throat> I said I was just out at the store, at the grocery store, picking up cake for my fiancé, and I saw the the guy. He said he saw the guy. What? Oh, uh, the, the big the nose, guy. Yeah, blonde The guy. He said he saw him get into a white 1978 Monte Carlo with a dent in the left fender, and he has the license plate number. All oh, right, I let's see. run and go. All right, he gives you the license plate number L six T Y N four. L six T what? T Y N four. Okay. He says, you know, I, I was just there. I was shopping around, and I saw him in the parking lot, and he kind of saw me, and uh, he got in his car and, and sped off. Could you get a better description? Did he have a tattoo? He said he was wearing a jacket when he saw him. He didn't see any tattoos on him on his face or hands or anything. Um. Was it a nice jacket? Said it was a a zip, uh, like a um, like a bomber jacket, zipped up to the top. It's got nice denim jeans on, a pair of boots. Then confiscate that jacket when we find this guy. Said he does. He said he saw he has blue eyes. Um, but other than that, he can't get any other. No facial hair or anything. Just blonde hair. Um, said it's uh, not like shaggy or anything, but it's not like super short blonde hair. It's just like. And mine or yours, John? Just regular hair. Okay. Uh, so, do you guys want to run the plate, I'm assuming? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. You guys go ahead and run the plate, and you get one for one Jeff Culpepper. Oh, that was a name on the street. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, you guys go ahead and... You get the address, which is in the neighborhood that you guys were in. Alright, should we go knock on his door? Let's go. Yes. So All you right. guys, um, 
you guys go ahead and you see that he does um he has before he go you guys go you kind of think you got the guy so you're trying to talking about it going over the team and he does have a case file on him okay um, what's he got he has been pulled over for drunk driving a total of three times he is on probation and uh they said he is very aggressive um currently has two children uh and his wife went missing four years ago oh she's never found never found um what was her name her name was uh, unless it's not important no it's fine i can give you a name it was molly culpepper what did the investigation at the time show it just it showed that she packed up and left town like they like she disappeared like a flick of smoke no idea where she went no no one's heard of from her since all right well let's uh start heading towards our guy or his house at least yeah okay do you guys want to form a team or anything or you guys just want to go you four no we got this Okay, you guys go ahead and hop in your squad cars and you head down to one uh, Jeff Culpepper's house. And so you drive down there and you, you pull up. You don't see any car in the driveway or anything, but uh, you um, don't see any lights on in the house either. You just oh, want to go up and knock on the door? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you go yeah. up and uh, you bang on the door, and you don't really hear anything at first. Then you kind of hear wasn't well, me. Uh, you you don't really hear anything at first. Then you hear a uh, sounds like some like clattering, like somebody knocked over a bunch of bottles or something. I'm gonna kick open the door. That sounds like someone in danger. <laughs> that's that's nice. That's the right to get in. Yeah, kick open the door. All right, you go ahead and kick the door open, and you I pull see... out two revolvers, and I run through the house. You have one revolver. I will not <laughs> two. give you a second. I, t- I took you... Boofenstein's, <laughs> and I ran. All right, Boofenstein, you are now unarmed. Oh, well, good thing I'm a fucking karate master. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay, so you, you go in. Doug Fibonacci always keeps a sock gun. <laughs> All right, you go in, and you see one Jeff Culpepper kind of Stumbling over his uh, his lazy boy is, um, and you hear some noise upstairs, and he says, uh, "What the fuck? What are you guys doing here?" You tell us. It's <laughs> <laughs> his house. <laughs> what you been What you been up to lately, bud? He says, uh, "This is a. Uh, I don't see any warrants or anything, so you guys can get the fuck out of my house." Jeff, you fell out of your uh, recliner there. We were just coming in to help. It sounded like you were in danger. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. I hey, run upstairs whoa. before he can kick us out and see what's upstairs. You see two children upstairs sitting in their bedrooms, kind of hanging out. Do they match any of the children in the pictures? No, they're okay. they're just two two kids. Um <laughs> We I say we uh we leave and get a warrant for uh, our search the warrant. Fuck out of my house right now. <laughs> Can I shoot him? What? <laughs> uh, if you'd like to, I would recommend you don't. All right, we'll hold off for now. But I, I want to pull the trigger, and then it'll be a blank, and it won't shoot anything out. 
And then it'll scare okay, him. Okay, we're gonna. Run. We're. <laughs> and then it Brandon Lee's him. <laughs> Tim, no. Let's uh, get a warrant to search or you know find more. Uh... Yeah, let's just fire off a gun and even a blank in the house of these fucking kids. In <laughs> good job, Gold. Okay, you guys want to go head back and get a search warrant for this man's house that you just barged into and got very angry? Yes. Okay, uh, just so you know, he's, when you guys were in there and you're arguing with him, he fit the description exactly. He's got a tattoo of, a, like a small tattoo of an eagle on his forearm. Um, Same. And <laughs> six foot one, blonde, blue eyes, protruding nose. Okay, well, um... Fucking Squidward with jet black hair. He's our oh, guy. We, wait, 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 wait. Have we already left the house? Can we, like... Can we, like, say something? Can I say something real quick since I was uh, At, away for a minute? Yeah, he is shuffling you guys out of the house, yes. Oh, okay, on the way out, I'm gonna, like... Is there, like, a window on the garage to peek through? Uh, there is a window. He has a detached garage. Okay, cool. I'm gonna peek through that window. Um, he slams the door in your guys' face. You guys... Kind of mosey around. Um, you, you peek through the window. <laughs> it's a very odd uh, circle. Well, is there a white Monte Carlo in there? Uh, there is a white Monte Carlo in there. Okay, let's head back to this. Let's just get this warrant. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we have pretty much probable cause. Okay, you guys go ahead and head back and you get the warrant. Um, yeah, we'll just fast forward. It's, it's coming up on nighttime now. You know, you had to go back and. Get the judge to sign the approval for the warrant and whatnot. So you head back to his apartment and all the lights are off. Let's go. Barge right in. Wake these bitches up. Well, right. shouldn't we be concerned about his... His children? Yeah. Can we I mean, I'm not going to shoot first? him. Yeah, I say, uh, Tim... Yeah, sorry, Doug. That's a good idea. Let's check the garage. Okay. You check the garage and there is no white Monte Carlo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Well, we have the warrant. Or maybe he be out for him while we check out the yeah. house. All right, you guys go ahead and put an APB out for him. You have a search warrant for the home, so you start to uh, kind of go through the house. It's a two-story home. Uh, he's got um, he's got a basement and a living room with like when you walk in the front door, the stairs are right in front of you. They go straight up. To the left is a living room. To the right is a dining room. Um, and then wrap around those stairs the straight down in the kitchen. Go upstairs. There's three bedrooms. Um, one is for the kids. One, there's just clearly storage. One's a master bedroom. In the master bedroom, there's a bathroom, a closet, and one of those like little attic spots, like push-up attics. You know what I'm talking about? In the ceiling. Um, oh, Doug is going up there for sure. <laughs> um, all right. And then in the kids' room, there is... Just two beds, a small TV, some toys. Um, No kids? No kids. It is empty. There is a bathroom upstairs with a tub in the bathroom, and um, uh, Culpepper's room has a a pretty big tub. Okay, anything off about the tubs? Like any marks or? No, they just seem like regular tubs. Okay, what about the basement? Oh, you go down in the basement, it's just a lot of storage. Uh, they got a washing machine down there, washer and dryer. Um, uh, nothing too crazy. 
It's not a bunch of stuff down there, just some cardboard boxes. Can we just peruse the house and still, and until something jumps out at us? Uh, yeah, the house is kind of trashed. Uh, a lot of beer bottles, like, slate across. No pictures on the wall or anything. He's got a lazy boy and a t- TV with a small couch. Um, bedroom, same way. Bedroom is just small TV. He's got a, a bed. Uh, shit all over the floor. Clothes and stuff. Any clues as to where they would have gone? Uh, no. No, we don't. No maps or anything laying about. Anything that's jumping out at all in the house? No. Uh, Alright, well, we're up in the gonna attic. wait until he gets back. You want to head up to the attic, Tim? Yep. Alright, Timmy Boy pops his head up in that attic. There is two boxes. There's a box and a duffel bag. What's in the duffel bag? It is um, a bunch of clothes and interesting um, children's underwear. Like it, not children, but like uh, young females' underwear in there. Um, some socks and um, it's from the description of it. It sounds like the bag that belonged to uh, Eric Fowler. Okay, bum, that's what bum, I figured. And what's in the box? In the box is... Whitehead. What's in the box? Is a... In the box, there's a small trophy. Uh, that... There's just a small trophy, and there's also... Circular base? Yep, circular base. There is also... Okay. Um, frame picture of uh, Dennis Carr. There's a frame picture of Dennis Carr in there. And there's, leave for five minutes. <laughs> there's also um, other two other small mementos that you're assuming are from Daryl Lowe and Tommy Ballard's home. Yeah. All right. Well, this is our guy. Yep. Any uh, reports of him out on the road? They, you guys put a put out a APB on him, and they they think they have him at a. Walgreens um, mainland like he was heading out of town well let's uh, go meet up with them okay so they you head down and you head down to this Walgreens and sure as shit there he is and his white Monte Carlo and two kids in the back very confused alright someone go for the kids I'm going for him He's just Can you can you not kill him and draw a gun on him this time? No, I'm gonna arrest him. God damn. They have him in slap this, him in cuffs. They have him in this parking lot. They got a, a squad car in front of him, squad car behind him. He ain't going nowhere. He's got his hands in the air. Take him in for questioning. Alright, you guys go ahead and cuff him and you uh you go ahead and uh <clears throat> bring him down to the uh to the department. Do the kids know anything? The kids are are pretty young. They're about okay. seven and nine. Okay. Okay. Good. Who wants to start this interrogation? Yeah, you guys got him cuffed to the table. Uh, Wetzel McDonald does. <laughs> Let's do this, Wetzel McDonald. Get in there. All right. Doug puts on his fake mustache. And uh, 
gets a good file folder full of evidence pictures and just walks in. Puts it down on the table. Sits down across from him. Says, uh, so, uh, how'd you know, uh, Eric Fowler then? So I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Well, that's, that's funny. Because you have, uh, you have a duffel bag of his. So I ain't got no fucking duffel bag. And a trophy that was missing from his house. Yeah, it's in your attic then, friend. So I don't use my fucking attic. Who does? I don't know. So you know about... Well, it's your house. It's about Who lives ago. with you? So just my kids. So about a week ago, I could have swore someone broke in my house. I don't believe that. That's super convenient. I don't believe that considering two days ago, uh, someone was murdered and you also have belongings of theirs. So, you know, you know I swear on my life, I ain't, I ain't never murdered no one. Oh, no. Okay. Well, uh, you know... Well, someone matching your description was also seen outside of Dennis Carr's house. So that's bullshit. I don't know. Oh, yeah? So I don't know no Dennis Carr. You didn't see some old lady and get all skittish and run away and then see a guy walking his dog and get all skittish and run away? So I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. I'm talking about you, friend. So I, 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 what days? What days? You know, two days ago, maybe the day before. Says, uh, so I was out drinking that night. I, I ain't going to no house. Hey, uh, just out of curiosity, um, you, uh, uh you know, take off your boots for me. And he kicks his boots off in a very angry fa- fashion. Hey, what size are they? 13. That matches. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, uh, hmm. let me get this, let me get this straight then. Did you find out that they like kids and killed them because you have kids? Or are you involved and you didn't want a record? Say, listen, man, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I ain't hurt no one and you're going to let me go. I put out pictures of the body on the table, bodies on the table. He kind of leans back and doesn't look at him. So none of these are particularly shocking to you. You know, it's not every day you see somebody with their uh, with their uh, ding dong cut off. There, friend, you don't you're not recoiling, you're not uh, reacting at all. That's interesting. Says you know, <clears throat> I ain't never hurt no one, and there's nothing you can do to prove that this was me. I we have evidence in your locker in your attic. Can we get him? Did he get fingerprints when they took him yeah, in? Yeah, he, he got fingerprinted. Yeah. Can we get those compared to like? Like the, on the photos, say maybe fingerprints on the everything trophies. Yeah, everything yeah. really. No, nothing. Uh, all, everything's been cleaned. All the trophies and the bag and all that have been cleaned, and his fingerprints don't match anything that you guys have on anything else. I mean, you guys have only tested a um, cigar the box, cigar box and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. They got, got the, the the info back on those pictures that you sent in. It was just a. Uh, uh, was it cars? Yeah, Dennis cars. Yeah. It was just cars, fingerprints on them. Okay, can I pull a gun on him now? <laughs> we actually have one, one security cameras on. Like have, the, uh... One thing you guys do have that I forgot to mention in the box is a empty bottle of propofol. Oh. So, uh, what do you do for a living, there, guy whose name I don't actually know? 
uh, Jeffrey Culpepper. Jeff Culpepper. Okay, Jeffrey Culpepper. Um, he says he is in between jobs. What did you do last, then, Jeffrey Culpepper? So I, I used to work at a construction site. Hmm. Okay. What was the last job you did then? About mm, five or six months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you build? Uh, what'd you help build? Uh, help put up. Uh, help put down a parking lot in the uh, at the park. <coughs> okay. Are there? Uh, okay. No. Anyone? Uh, anyone else have questions before I uh, go on? Um. Just. Dude. Just rip them apart here, McDonald. Come on. I, uh, he's just denying all of our evidence, though, so, uh... Um, all, you need to try to catch found, him. All that shit you found in my house is planted on me. I had nothing to do with them murders. I want to rough him up a little bit and ask him again. Alright, you gotta rough him up a bit. And, uh... Kind of leans back and says, nothing you do is going to make me change my answer. I know I didn't murder those guys. Ask him about so, what uh, happened to his wife. Ooh. Yeah, let's ask that. He says, my wife left me. Yeah, for who? I don't know. She just up and left. Was there any, mm. were there any problems between you two? We fought, yeah. I mean, who doesn't fight? What was the cause of your fighting? Maybe the drinking, maybe the kids, I don't know. Can we question his kids? You guys are more than welcome to question his children. Do we want to do that on screen? I mean, I don't know if you guys want to put them in an interrogation room, but you can go talk no, to them. No, I just want to, like, ask them a bunch of, like, pretty much general questions about them and see if it sparks anything real quick. I don't want to actually, like, take the time out of this to talk to them. Okay, you just get, you go ahead and you head out while they're interrogating Culpepper and just kind of ask them uh, how they feel about their dad and stuff. And they say, you know, their their dad drinks a lot and he gets mean when he drinks. And he uh, they've got some bruises on them, you know, because they they miss their mom and they haven't seen their mom and they don't know what happened to her. <coughs> All right. Um... Do they? Do they know where their dad goes? I mean, if he's in between work but he's leaving the house, do they know where he's going? No, he says that uh, they they go. There's uh times where he just goes on drinking bends and he disappears for some time, and they go to friends' houses and the house is kind of vacant for some days, and then whenever he kind of comes to, he comes back and picks them up and brings them back to the house. Have they found anything strange in the house ever? After one of his benders. No, they said the house is just always trashed. Like, there's always garbage on the floor, and it's always broken stuff. And But that's, he said that's just how how it is. Like, he said he gets drunk, comes back, trashes the house, come pick him up. Okay. So, um... I, I, outside of the interrogation room, like while they're between questions, um, I think Doug proposes to maybe Oofenstein 
do we uh or anyone listening really but <laughs> it's more directed towards Boofenstein since you know he'll be up for it do we uh want to take him down to the gator farm <laughs> absolutely uh can Just can we go here. with Oh, yeah, absolutely. You guys have never been to the, down to the gator farm with a No, pump? no, we haven't. Oh. Show Good us time. the ropes. I bring, we bring people here even when they're co- cooperating sometimes. <laughs> it's just good fun. All right, let's do this. To the gator farm. So uh, we check him out to say that we're going to take him to a crime scene. <laughs> okay. And uh, then we drive down to the local abandoned gator farm. Alright, yes, the well-known local abandoned gator farm, right? Yeah, it's well, pretty well-known, it's just uh, just outside of the city. Mm-hmm. We, got a, favorite, and, we uh, got a favorite bridge we go to to hold people upside down over. Right. Yeah. And then the gators jump up and they can't quite reach the perp. They, uh, they peter pan it and they get real close and snap and fall mm-hmm. back down. Yep. Yep, yep, exactly. Okay. So we're we're pulling one of those, and we're like, "All right, what do you know?" He says, "I, I already told you, I don't know shit. I ain't telling you nothing." You want your kids to grow up an orphan? You want to get eaten by the alligators? I said, "Shut the fuck up! You, you guys are are. I can't wait to get to the press and tell them all about what you guys are doing to me." Oh, they'll never make it to the press. You ain't gonna make it much past alligator shit, friend. <laughs> yeah. He's not giving up. He's not letting you. He's not cracking. Hey, look at buddy. Yeah, we, we can do this all day. All right. Rough him up a little bit more. You guys rough him up some more. He says, spits in your face. Says, I want a fucking lawyer. No. Wait. Ask him if there's something special about the parking lot. Like, was he working there when his wife went missing? Carl, you know you can ask him yourself. <laughs> Okay, then I I ask him that. <laughs> okay. Uh, his his wife went missing long before he started working in that parking lot. He's just he was just a construction guy who did jobs, and you know his wife just up and left him one day. He says, and nobody I don't buy it from her since. All right, we're gonna. I ask him about uh, the uh, what seventeen to eighteen year old female brunette. Oh, yeah. Says, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. You say fuck a lot. Say you're fucking air right, I do. Maybe they should change your last name to Fuck Pepper. <laughs> and I fucking hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you hit him, and he's not okay. cracking. Alright, now pull him up, and I'm gonna secretly take the bullets out of my revolver, and then I'm gonna put it up to his head. And I scream and I'd be like, tell us what you know what we want. And then I click it six times. Oh, I'm screaming the whole time. Does that work? Yeah, it freaked him out a bunch, but he says, listen, man, I already told you fucking cops. I ain't know nothing. I didn't do those murders. I'm going to put a cigarette out on his hand. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) You say you can stay here and beat me all night. I'm not going to say nothing because I didn't do nothing. All right, I'm going to take a knife out of my sock and then I'm going to hold it to his so junk and be like, come you know, on! You could just arrest him and, and charge him with these things. You don't have yeah. to beat him to death. <laughs> this is a lot more fun. Well, we're just not getting a confession. I mean, the sure, the, 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 the physical evidence is there, but... Uh... We need to know if he actually did it. <laughs> so I ain't telling you pigs nothing. 
All right. Well, can we just arrest him now? I'm how gone. does he know? Yeah. How does he know all of the victims? Hmm? Do we know? I mean, can let's go ahead and ask him if he knows any of the victims. You know, before they went murdered. So I don't know any of them, man. I kind of figured he'd say that. <laughs> and now I'm going to punch him in the nuts. <laughs> punch him in the nuts. He coughs and, <laughs> and says, like I said before, you fuckers can beat me all night. I didn't do nothing. I don't know if that's how it would sound, but... He going to beat right, me right. all night. You fuckers could beat me all night. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. <laughs> I guess we can take him back and say you tried to run away. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've done this a time or two. Yeah. But we always catch him in the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys can go back. You're going to charge him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Side note. Me and uh, me and my partner here have the uh, highest rate of losing and then ca- uh, recapturing <laughs> criminals in the state. Oh, I 100 percent believe that. So We're like not a, making detective a, of the year. It's a nice one this month. We are recognized for our status. <laughs> we get our guy in the end every time. It's all that matters. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and. <clears throat> Rest our hat on Johnny Culpepper, huh? Or Jeffrey Culpepper. Yes. I mean, at the very least, we can get a book for child abuse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys are... We're going to go ahead and head into the uh, post-monologue here. I feel like this isn't true. Like, I feel like right. we got the bad ending, but it's okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so you guys go We ahead did and- beat a man half to death. <laughs> You guys- Maybe we should have just fed him to the gators. <laughs> I was gonna, honestly, I wanted to throw him over to the gators. <laughs> Can we rewind and do that real nope. quick? No. no Damn right. it. You're back. You guys have booked him. We're going to fast forward a few months. You guys have all gone to court, uh, explained your, your case and why you guys feel like it is him with the evidence that you have. He is found guilty and is put to death. So, you're going to fast forward and after he is has been caught and convicted. The killing stop. Coolio. Interesting. So we fast forward a few, a couple months. He goes through all his appeals. Couple, couple more months goes through all his appeals. We're about <clears throat> a year and a half later. People are in the area are very upset by by the situation, what he did, and there, um, it it was not come out um, to the media that he killed all these guys because they're child molesters they the prosecution decided to go at him like a uh a man who gets blackout drunk and can't control his rage and and just goes on murder sprees so that's what he was found uh found guilty of the the fact that none of they they felt that um they didn't want to bring up any that the victims were child uh child molesters because they didn't want to bring uh any any doubt to the to the jury um So you fast forward a couple of years, the the entire city is outraged by by this man's crime. So they fast forward through all his appeals, and it is his day of sentencing to his death. Would you guys like to go down and say anything to him? Like kicking the nuts. How long has it been? You're about a year and a half. It, it usually takes a couple of years, but they the entire 
community fast like just demanded yeah. that it ended as soon as possible so they fast tracked all his appeals um i go in there and i put another cigarette out on his hand <laughs> you are in the prison you cannot do that just so uh, you know. no we're gonna figure he out is, a way to do he it he is behind glass you guys are coming in to talk to him behind glass i'm gonna look him straight in the eyes and be like remember the gator farm motherfucker i'm gonna put a cigarette out on the glass in front of his face just to intimidate him. <laughs> I walk in with a no longer adhesive fake mustache. <laughs> Said, who's this guy? My name's Doug Fibonacci, but you might know me as uh, Wetzel McDonald. <laughs> Said, you the guy who, two the guy who beat you half to death. <laughs> That's okay. We uh, You have another name too. The uh, Miami Reaper. Stone cold when you say that. Um, <laughs> we ask if he has any final confessions. He says, "Is that our job?" No. He says, "Detectives, I want you to know every night when you go to sleep for the rest of your lives, I want you to know you put an innocent man to death, and that should weigh on your conscience." You well, think this to is be a fair, f- I did testify that we should let you live in jail for the rest of your life, but the the community is rather vocal in this case, and the mayor kind of caved, and the governor kind of caved because the mayor kind of caved. So, uh... Oh, well. My conscience is clean. I'm gonna tell you, this is not the first person I've put to death that turned out to not be the guy. I would have fed you to the alligators if I could have. Okay. So you guys go ahead. And, and you did beat your kids, so, like, I mean, I'm not saying you deserve it for that, but, uh... Okay. Also, your wife may or may not be buried under a parking lot. We don't know. <laughs> he has a stone cold face, and he seems also we met sad. a guy who might have killed Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> you were construction. You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, real quick, would you? He does not say a word. We did declare him dead this year, but um, he does not say a word to you. Well, that means yes. <laughs> I know um, how you work now, Fred. The, guard, the, guard, the guards come in and take them away. And the last thing he says to you is, fuck all you. And I'm going uh, to flip him off the whole time he's walking in the back in there. Go ahead put and, a cigarette out on I give my him, I just give him a really nice wave. <laughs> Hi. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Moans and flush here. It never, you don't, you don't ever uh, not get surprised when he does that. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, <clears throat> you guys go ahead and walk out and you <clears throat> never see him again. You get, you read the paper, his last final words were, fuck this. And he is put to death. <laughs> you go ahead and fast forward. And I really wish his last words were just, fuck. Uh, you are all standing in the um, after he is put to death you go go back to your department and just kind of conversing and you see a familiar face walk in you see one Pearl Franklin an old woman kind of shuffle she did it (laughs) oh shit shoot her dead Um, hey detectives (laughs) Hey, what you're, up, You're bitch? still kicking there, Pearl. Uh, I saw you caught I your man. 
I figured a carton a day smoker like you would uh, be drowning in tar by now, but okay, go on. So I still got a couple more years left in me. All the formaldehyde, you might have more than that. <laughs> says, uh, I see you caught your man. Well. Sure. That's what we're going with. Says, you know, I'm really happy you got that scum off the streets, but there's one thing I can't, I can't really put my, my finger on. Yeah. Says <laughs> his, uh, his tattoo. His tattoo was a lot bigger, and it was, it wasn't in the exact place I remember. God damn it! Says, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't really get that great of a look. You know, maybe I'm misremembering just in uh, late night glances, but he, he seemed to resemble the man I saw that night. So, I want you to know, you did a good job. That Thanks. was the most backhanded compliment I've ever received in my life. You know, coming from I someone smack who her. Uh... Have my character smack her. She's a old woman in your precinct. You cannot smack her. Doing it. No, gold, I stop him. You stop him. Everybody <laughs> stops him. We all stop him. So, are we done? Shuffles. Nope, not oh. quite yet. Okay. You guys shuffle on out. <clears throat> you know, about a, a month goes by, and you guys get a report of uh, a single <clears throat> gunshot heard in an apartment building not too far from, uh, or I'm sorry, a small house, not an apartment building, um, just up the road. And it, it it requires your guys' attention. Let's go. You guys head on in, and uh, you, you come into this small house, you open the door, and there's no furniture in the house, which is weird. It's just like a... Seems like it, it's abandoned, but it's not. Like, like someone's been squatting there for a while. It's got a dirty mattress on the floor. Uh, a big steel bathtub in the corner. Oh. And there lies on the ground one Henry Keller. Face, uh, face up, single gunshot wound to the face. Who the fuck is this guy? He was the guy. Okay. He was the walking the dog. Yes, oh. and he came back to the police station to give us more detail. Can we roll up his left arm, the left sleeve? There is a small tattoo on his forearm. <clears throat> and in the house, you find a few empty bottles of propofol, a blonde wig, um, <clears throat> in his briefcase. You find uh, a a fake plastic cosmetic nose, <gasps> and and all is you see that he has uh, big boots that he wears that makes him taller and makes his uh, footprint a little bit bigger. <clears throat> and alongside this dead man, you find his wallet and a letter. You go through his wallet and you find out that his name is in fact not Henry Keller. His name is actually, <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry, one more time, uh, Robert Wilkerson. And in the, uh, in the <gasps> there's a suicide note laying next to him, and it reads, <clears throat> I take my own life knowing that I could never protect, I couldn't protect children anymore. Those men I killed were all horrible child molesters and deserved everything I did to them. It would not stop no matter what who came forward. They just kept slipping through the cracks, and I had to take matters in my own hands. I'm sorry if you feel guilty for putting the wrong man to death, but Jeff Culpepper was no innocent man. He brutally beat and molested his kids, and God knows what happened to his wife. You can call me a monster, but I know what I did was right. 
All right, so I give, uh, I'm like kind of trying to give everyone a high five right now, right? And <laughs> oh, yeah, high five. I mean, we didn't do horrible, y'all. All right, guys, so the guy who killed them killed himself. We don't have to take care of that no more. And Wait, then we got the real bad how- guy who was really being bad to his kids. So we're good <laughs> cops. Okay, Fuck it. One last thing. I want to pop a couple caps in this dead body because I do not want no M. Night Shyamalan twist where he gets up and kills all of us. I'm also going to put a cigarette out on his hand. So how old are your characters? Something I never forget. uh, I never really got to ask. 22. Uh, I'm 76. (laughs) You are not 76. Yeah, you asked us to create these characters. I'm 76. Late 20s. Late 20s, yeah. Okay. 21. I'm 45. 45, got it. Jonathan, I will not let you be 76. You're a reasonable age for a detective. Fine, I don't know, I'm 19. That's <laughs> absolutely you not reasonable. He was, he's 45. 45, fine. God, okay, you're no Carly fun. I'm goddamn right, I'm not. Carly and John, you guys kind of remember that name, Robert Wilkerson. You can't really remember where you got you heard that name before. This guy is... um. In his, we'll call it mid twenties, um, and then you, the more you think about it, the more you remember that Robert Wilkerson has a file on him back at the uh, at the precinct. We uh, call and see what it's for. They go ahead and they read it back to you, and they say that <clears throat> he was um, he was a young boy who was kidnapped. And was raped by an uh, still un, un still unidentified man to this day because the man fled the country when he was close when they got close to capturing uh, capturing him and he left Robert behind. The man has uh, the man that captured Robert had also killed two other young boys and uh, leading up to Robert's abduction. Robert was in a psychiatric ward from ten to twenty eight, but or ten to twenty three. I'm sorry, and he is now probably about twenty six, twenty seven. And uh, he is considered unstable, and he needs uh, several medications. He has been pulled over on multiple uh, multiple times for erratic driving and kind of just acting erratically and, you know, resisting arrests and whatnot. Um, so as we close this off, I will leave this up to you guys. If It is up to detectives if they want to release the information to the public or if they agree that Robert let Jeffrey Culpepper be known uh See if they agree with Robert and let Jeffrey Culpepper be known as the Miami Reaper for the rest of time. Sure. Um, should we vote? Yeah. So, yeah. so your choices are come out with the truth and tell everybody that the investigation <coughs> led you wrong, or um, <clears throat> do you, would you like to get rid of the suicide note and kind of clean up the crime scene and make it look like a man who was from a psychiatric ward killed himself? As any cop in the 80s would do, we're going to cover our tracks. Let's cover that shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think um, I think Doug may leak the truth. Doug, I'm going to put a cigarette out on your hand if you do. <laughs> I said leak, not tell you. You know how he does that. That's why I'm leaking and not... Uh... We'll say you leak it to conspiracy theories worldwide, and that is a big conspiracy theory from then on out. Good. Yeah. Is there anything you guys would like to hear? The things you guys missed. Um, now that we're over, is there any final, final thoughts? Yeah, I want to include a a scene 
just a, like a post post scene like um 10 years down the line doug is sitting at his kitchen table eating breakfast when the news article about jeffrey Dahmer comes on yep and he goes oh well i'll be damned i know something was weird about that fella. <laughs> i'll allow it so things you guys missed and it was hard because i kind of wrote this all to be in one day so when we split it (laughs) it kind of confused people uh because i didn't even get to introduce the killer till towards the end and i had the intention of introducing him towards the middle um you when you guys interviewed him he said that he hadn't slept all night because his wife was out of town but and that he was walking his dog, but there is no trace of any dog, and you guys didn't even ask him what his dog was. And on step number two, he said he was at the grocery store picking up cake for his fiance. When he came back, you guys also didn't catch that. Um, he was seen at the mall along with other people. Um, I tried to pepper him in as much towards the end as I could since I I didn't get to put him in the middle. Um. And yeah, like I said, whenever you guys met him, he had a long sleeve shirt on, and uh, Pearl never, um, Pearl never said that she saw a man walking through the neighborhood, even though she said she was up all night watching, guarding the neighborhood, and that he coincidentally only came forward after him and Pearl had their uh, interaction. Well, it all seems so obvious now. <laughs> Any uh, any thoughts from you guys? Yeah, you done you done uh, you done got me good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Did you guys enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just uh, Doug's not a good cop. I see that. Never claimed to be. As you dangle a man by his an innocent man at that by his feet over a gate. Uh, well, I mean, innocent in the blurred lines of such. Uh, over a gator pit, and one man puts. I a want you to know that the gator him. pit was something that I'd had in mind since the very beginning. I'm sure it was. It's just something I didn't have time to bring in. Uh, alrighty, team. Well, that- I also had a uh, a shark seeing boat idea. <laughs> well, save that for the next time, I guess. If we ever do this again. <laughs> So uh, that concludes our fun crossover. I hope uh, you guys had fun. I I enjoyed writing it and I enjoyed hosting it. And um, I enjoyed watching you guys kind of unfurl and try to figure this out as you went. You guys went very deep into things that... uh, That one that I wanted you guys to go into, I wanted you guys to really look into the mall and have a whole conspiracy theory that there was some weird underground child molesting ring going on. And two, I also want you guys to look into that girl a lot, which you guys did, and I appreciate you guys falling for it. Um, but I think it's a pretty good... Oh, we fell for it, so she was a red herring, not the mall. Yeah, she was just some girl that that guy was Oh, the, red, the mall was also red herring. Yep, both of them were red herrings. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I spent so much time and energy on the fucking corn dog, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys just interrogated this. And I don't know why. He had, he was literally just a dude working at a corn dog stand. I don't know why either. I was waiting by him. He knew. And you guys innocent I know he like, knew. He knows someone. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I had a lot of fun writing it. And uh, it, I think it's as unorthodox as you guys went about things. I think it shows how 
and nowadays it's easy to say like oh what took him so long to catch this guy it's so obvious but you know detective work is hard it's not an easy thing true that all right let's uh do you guys want to wrap it up do some uh do we want to do recommendations do we not want to do recommendations i know we probably want to do our plugs and good nights Joey, I would love to do a recommendation. I tell <laughs> you gonna, what. We're gonna you want to know what I'm going you know to recommend, recommend today? Anything. Nope, I'm just going to keep talking. I recommend COD. <laughs> go play COD. All right, Tim, go ahead and edit out, edit out that audio for me. Um, <laughs> Carly, would you like to recommend anything? Um, no, I've just been playing Animal Crossing New Leaf again, so that's cool. And COD. Okay, Quentin? Uh, I've been playing COD. I got my M4 to gold. Damn suck it. my yeah. dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Tim. Uh, I've been back on my bullshit with Final Fantasy fourteen. So that's a lot of fun. <clears throat> Check that out, I guess. Yeah, I've just been uh, <clears throat> hanging out watching The Mandalorian. It's a lot of fun. I would highly recommend. Oh anybody. yeah, Mando's big dope. Yeah, anybody who hasn't seen. Ooh, it, Castle out. Rock just wrapped a second season. <laughs> so. If you like weird uh, supernatural mysteries on top of our weird real crime mystery. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to see a prequel to the movie Misery. Are they paying you? uh, Okay. Yeah, Hulu Hulu is actually sponsoring me, just me this episode. That's what I feel like. I feel like you're you're, you're on that cod train. You can also catch such classics as uh, Legion from FX. (laughs) A show that I can't recommend because it's not very good. <laughs> oh man, their bucks are going to the good guy, right? Yes. Uh, uh, my recommendation, or I already did my recommendation. Uh, let's do plugs. Uh, Carly, plugs, ladies first. Uh, Instagram at Lunar Carl. Jonathan, plug. At John Marinthaler, Instagram. Qu- Quentin, plug. At Applebee's is okay, and also the Backdash. Nice podcast. Tim. Tim, plug. But. Okay. We're not, oh, I thought we were naming our favorite kind of plugs. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> plug our, our I don't plug my social media, so. If you want to catch Tim, catch him on the backdash with Quentin. Yeah, we talk about, I accept I haven't been on, I wasn't on this week. We recorded today. Okay. I was making a boy stew, which will be relevant if you listen to the episode, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, uh, I'm at Fertic7. Uh, thank you for listening to this very convoluted. Follow uh, the follow the shows on Instagram. Yeah, follow the shows on Instagram. We get uh, Nightmare Notes and, and Rewind, Rewind and Reload. Reload Pod. Yes. So follow us on there. Uh, that concludes our fun little crossover. That was very messy, and I enjoyed it a lot. I laughed a lot. Hope you guys laughed a lot. Um, I laughed, I cried <laughs> I shitted, I farted <laughs> And maybe coomed <laughs> Okay Hopefully we do this again in the future You know, It was a lot of fun Yeah so, uh, Yeah, yeah. Good night everybody <laughs>